Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, I welcome you to this beautiful Sunday morning in Varanasi and evenings and afternoons, wherever you may happen to be. Before we begin, Let's take a moment to just arrive. Let's pull your spine straight. Open your shoulders. Close your eyes. Invite that peace, calming, cooling sensation in your eyes. Thinking of a beautiful flower unfolding, relax your facial muscles. Neck, shoulders, Spine, soften the belly and get grounded, grounded. Holding the awareness of your stillness. Connect with the breath. Breath is flowing in effortlessly, flowing out effortlessly. Pause the breath for a moment, wherever you are, just pause it. You are aware of that prana shakti, the life force that has come in with the breath, being absorbed in every single cell of your body. No tension, no stress, no anxiety, just enjoying the breath held within. Before you begin to stress out, slowly release it. After taking a breath or two, pause again. There is a sense of expansion, no contraction. Contraction comes when we react. We are enjoying this breath, <clears throat> expanding, absorbing, 
There is a feeling of joy, contentment. Release it again before you begin to stress. Continue breathing. And pause it again. You are aware of your stillness of the body. You are aware of the breath within an expansion, lightness, sweetness in the heart. Slowly release it before you begin to stress. Continue breathing. <clears throat> Pause it again. Think about the stillness of your eyes. Just think about it. Your eyes naturally acquired that stillness. With the stillness of the eyes comes stillness of the mind. Mind is resting in the center of the forehead. Stillness of the body Stillness of the breath, stillness of the eyes, stillness of the mind. Release the breath and gently open your eyes. <clears throat> Thank you for taking this time to connect with the stillness. As I was looking at you and where I am sitting today in this very moment, on the bank of the Ganges, where for centuries, Spiritual seekers have sat facing the Ganga. So am I. And connecting with you in different parts of the world. A feeling just arose within me. 
How far we have come with this technology that we can connect, experience, remind, and remember. It's such a beautiful feeling. The stillness is universal, it's within each individual. Maybe a century ago or two, it was not as accessible. to those who are not thinking about it. But today it is, there is a possibility and it's evolution. We are all part of this evolution. Taking a little time to be still we all can do. Mind will come. We have many important things, many aspirations and success and failure and this and that. May we not remain entangled in the story that is being created by our mind. <clears throat> so every Sunday I sit and just say the same thing to you. I'm not bored, and I hope you don't get bored listening to the same thing, because there is really not much to say. Whatever we need, it's accessible to us. It's within us, and it's up to us to make effort to be familiar with it. Yes, little satsang is important because in Kali Yuga, the satsang is the most important thing. Paying attention to the company we keep. No matter where we are, if we are good. Young children, Children have to pay attention to who their friends are, who do they make friends with, what kind of talks you engage in with your friends. Whether you are a child or you are a youth or you are a grown-up or you are even more grown-up, everybody has to pay attention to the company we keep. In Kali Yuga, this is the most important thing. What kind of books we read, what kind of movies we watch, what kind of news we read. Nobody's going to pay attention to that except us. And our mind gets in a habit it tempts us. Oh, this will just make me feel good for a moment. 
unconsciously or just in one of those weak moments, we gravitate towards something. Although a part of us knows that, no, I got better things to do. But we get trapped just by a moment of temptation. And once, first we talk ourselves into it, oh, it's not a big deal. I can stop myself any moment, but it doesn't happen that way. You get caught, then you keep flowing in there. Company we keep. We have to be very careful. Baba used to say, we are very clever, but we practice that cleverness with ourselves first. We keep, we know this is not good, but we talk ourselves into it. Mind will say, oh, I'm strong enough. I could stop at any moment. We'll give ourselves one little opening and then we go and then we get trapped. Mind is constantly gravitating towards what feels good. Constantly. Look at all of our uh, scientific inventions. Everything that the humans have created is about making our life a little easier. I don't have to get up from here. I can push a button and change the channel across the room. Now we are coming with the robots. If everything is being done by the machine, what are we going to do? Imagine a world when we don't have to do anything. What are you going to do with yourself? Well, meditate. <laughs> You can't meditate 24 hours. I've seen people who want to meditate, but after an hour they get bored and they want to walk around and they see they want to do something else then. You can't meditate all the time. So how to use our energy, how to be with ourselves? It's up to us. Somebody was, I was just telling the kids here yesterday that you live in the ashram and somebody may ask you, what do you learn in the ashram? Who do you worship? I was telling them, that's the truth. We worship Shakti. We worship Shakti. Now, Shakti means energy, Shakti means capacity, capability, Shakti means that force that enables us to engage in any act. It has been given name, Kali, Lakshmi, Durga, Saraswati, you name it. There are many names to the same thing, 
depending on what act the energy is engaged in, it takes a name. Although it's one, but it takes thousand and eight forms and it has been given thousand and eight names. <clears throat> we people pr do prayers and they sing hymns and they do puja and they do this and they go to temples. There are many temples dedicated to each of those goddesses. But the real thing is that Shakti that we are worshipping is within. It is the same Shakti that enables me to open my eyes, to sit up, to get up, to be able to walk, take a few steps and engage in various activities. And the day we truly understand the sacredness of that Shakti within, the sacredness of that presence within, every act that we engage in is sacred. It is the same force that's coming out. It's the same force that's enabling me even to speak in this very moment. It's the Shakti that's coming, rising and being produced in the form of sound. Shakti is nothing but vibration. Your speech is Shakti. When you are aware of your speech, the sacredness of your speech, and you use it in proper language, proper tone, proper voice, it has its desired impact. Sometimes we speak unconsciously. We react and just blurt out things. We say words that are harmful to others, <clears throat> unpleasant to hear. In that moment, we are not aware of this sacredness. Being a human, we will do many things, we'll speak about many things, we'll create many things, we'll destroy many things. We do all kinds of things, but each one of that is because of Shakti. Just think about that. You have lots of, just to give an example, you have lots of money sitting. You just don't go out and start throwing wherever. You are very prudent about it. How to invest, where to invest, where to spend, where not to spend. Money is also Shakti. It enables us to buy something. Same is that Shakti within. Where do I spend my energy? Whatever I am going to do, how important it is. 
Is it really needed? I have seen people, sometimes they're sitting around and just somebody says, oh, ice cream. There was no ice cream in the house. Now somebody has to get up, get in the car, they go out, get the ice cream. Just a little thought. Just a little thought. See how much energy we have to spend to fulfill that thought, to fulfill that desire. <clears throat> If we're lucky enough, we can say, oh, well, there is no, no ice cream. Not today. You saved all that energy. So for a yogi, it's very important to pay attention to what suggestion the mind is giving to us and how important is it. The day would develop this ability to look at our thought and not identify with it, choose that this thought is worth taking or this thought is worth letting it go. That's a spiritual practice in itself. You don't have to pray. You don't have to ring the bell. You don't have to have a red dot on your head. You don't have to look holy. Just look. Start paying attention to your thoughts. They come from outside. And if you don't take them in, they go wherever they have come from. Somebody asked Buddha, what is the difference between an enlightened person and an unenlightened person? Buddha said, an enlightened person knows that thoughts come on their own, linger in for a moment on their own, and leave on their own. An unenlightened person thinks, these are my thoughts, I'm thinking, and has a hard time letting them go. They're not your thoughts. Those thoughts just come. They're like hungry ghosts floating in this space. And in the moment of weakness, they find a home. Come in, knock on the door. Sometimes don't even knock if not careful. If the door is not locked, they just push it in and come in. Your door is locked. They knock. You look, who is there? Oh, no, close it. And that's the locking the door is what in yogic science they talk about disciplining your senses. When your senses are disciplined, they don't just barge in. They knock. And it's up to you. You let them come in or let them go out. They are not your thoughts. Please know that. They are hungry ghosts 
floating in this space. It's up to you which one you want to let in, which one you want to let go. How do I know which one is a good one and which one is a bad one? Any thought that helps you to reach or to walk towards your goal. What is the goal? Attaining the highest I can be in this lifetime first. Moksha, liberation. But before we go all the way up there, what is my goal today? Is this thought going to enable me to maintain the peace in my heart? Is this thought going to help me to respect myself, to love myself, to honor myself? If it does not meet those criterias, we will have to just shut the door. Nothing is worth losing self-love, self-respect. Once we have self-love and self-respect, we can work towards our enlightenment. We cannot get enlightened if we don't have love for the self and respect for the self. It has been very cold in Varanasi. <clears throat> I see Jeanette sitting right in front of me. Many years ago, she was here and she was had put on every single piece of... <laughs> She had on herself shivering. It's one of those days here. For the last few days, it has been really cold. And there is, at least we are lucky we got it. But there are many people living in the streets, living under the tarps, um, very few clothes on them. Our team has been going out and distributing blankets and bringing dried wood and piling them up in different encampments and lighting fire to the people who can at least just sit by the fire. So when things like this happen, everybody's heart opens to help those in need. And that's also a very beautiful thing to watch that the goodness is there in every heart. <clears throat> But today here is a, uh, a festival called, uh, we call it Kichli, some people call Pongal, eh? Makar Sankranti, and so different names. But today the sun moves towards south. Eh? Yes. Yes. So after today, the weather will start changing. So we are looking forward to the brighter days. 
it has been really foggy and all the trains and the planes have been canceled, schools have been closed. And so lots um, of new things are happening, but the, we are right at the cusp. Now the shift is going to happen. The warmer days are about to arrive. So <clears throat> thank you all for listening to whatever came to my mind. Just consider it as the message from the yogis from the bank of the Ganga who have meditated here for centuries and this tradition of meditation has been flowing like the Ganges has been flowing from time immemorial. So I'm just going to skip on the pages and greet each and every one of you. I'm looking at you, I'm seeing you, and sending my love and blessing to you. I would love to hear whatever is on your mind. If anybody has anything to say, I'm just going to stop here. Before you speak, please unmute yourself. It's good. Nobody has anything to say. I will say something, Baba. Baba, um, you, were say, you were saying that when thoughts come to us, that they are not our own thoughts. Is that correct? That's very correct. You make it your own. How, does, how do we interpret that? How do we make it our own? You have a story going on in your mind. And that story goes in there and you identify with it. What happened? We got cut off. We still see you here. I don't see anybody. It looks like I got cut off. We can see you and we can hear you loud. You're you're still with us, Babaji. Oh, there we go. See, now I'm back, reincarnated. Tom, <laughs> 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 um, uh, did did you hear what I was saying? You said that um, the we we all have a story. Yes. And when the uh, thoughts come to us, I wasn't sure what you were saying after that. The story mixes it with it, and it makes it your own, even in a stronger way. I see. So, so the, the the basic thought comes to us, and then we interpret that and can make it stronger if it works for us. Yes, you didn't begin to identify with it. I see. Thank you. That's more mm -hmm. clear for me. Mm -hmm. So, uh -huh. depending 
what you are thinking, depending on what you are thinking, really it accentuates. So that's why it's very important to pay attention to what kind of thought I'm thinking. It's a positive thought, it's a negative thought, it's a spiritual thought, it's a lesser spiritual thought, whatever it is going on. And that's why there was a Swami, somebody asked Swamiji, <clears throat> Swamiji, how many times should I repeat my mantra in a day? He said, 21,600 times. Because that many breaths we take. So, may my mantra be on each breath. Mantra rat, there is a word. There, oh, yogi, become mantra rat. Not mantra rat. <laughs> mantra rat. <laughs> Babaji. It's, a, it's a very good practice to whatever is going on just in the middle of it to remember your mantra. It just let it come in and just yes, somebody else had called. I just want to say Babaji, welcome to Bom to India and I feel so blessed you are here. And normally we don't look forward to Monday morning but I think Having a morning, Monday morning satsang for a change for, from my time zone, I think makes us the week start off on a beautiful note. So thank you. Thank Pranam. you, Isha. Looking forward to seeing you. Yes, very much. <clears throat> Babaji. Haji. I wanted to ask you, um, what about emotions or feelings? that show up the way same way thoughts do but not with a you know a mental concept attached just a, a feeling how do we <clears throat> uh, how do we hold that or what's our relationship with with emotions even that Emotions will arise, <clears throat> but a part of you knows flowing in in this emotion for too long is going to be detrimental or it's going to be helpful. As long as, remember, even the negative emotions come in and you know that it is negative, a part of you knows that it's going to be detrimental to the way you want to carry yourself. So that guru within is also there, which is telling you that this is pleasant, this is unpleasant, this is helpful, this is unpleasant. So emotions will come and you will, being a human, you will get washed away for a step or two or three, but then you have to stop. Take a step back, take a deep breath and turn your mind towards something that's more helpful. They will come. Being a human, they will come. I'm not saying don't. Yeah, you will flow. But then you have to stop. <clears throat> that's a good question, Brad. Yes? Um, Babaji, I have a question. Um, sometimes inspirational thoughts come to us. Um, and 
while they're inspirational, they may not always be a good use of our energy at the time. How, how do we understand inspirational thoughts that come and whether um, it's a good use of our time to act on them? Any moment when an inspirational thought or some good thought comes to us, that is a divine moment. So you have to honor that visitation. Maybe take a step in that direction just to honor it. Maybe thought comes, I want to write a book. If nothing, you don't want to sit down and write a book, you don't have time. Just sit down and write something. Just write the, the thought that you're going to, even one line. If you just took one step in that direction, you have honored that uh, special vegetation and then move on. If it's a good guest, let him come in, offer him a glass of water and then say, okay, I'm a little busy today, but come back again. But if it's somebody else that you don't want, then so, you know, find some other excuse to close the door. <clears throat> Russia, it's good to see you. When are you coming to India? Uh, greetings from Chennai, Babaji. We are here. Oh, you are in Chennai already? Yes, wow. sir. All right, welcome. We are, uh, uh, thank you. We um, are going to Kerala. Yeah, I'm going to go book some train tickets today. And then um, I, I think we'll be coming to Banaras in, uh, in March, first week of March. We'll come. Okay, let us know. It will be very busy in February and March here. People are coming from all over. But let me know. We'd love to have your family here. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Babaji. Mm -hmm. Babaji, I have a question. Yes, Deep. So um, you were talking about preserving the Shakti that you have or you generate. So I have my question is, what do yogis do with all the Shakti that is generated? What do they use it for? Welfare of all. So they use the Shakti. First of all, whatever the th thought they hold in, the energy begins to flow in that direction. Whatever thought you hold in, your energy begins to flow in that direction. So your yogi is basically the quality of a yogi's heart is wishing the welfare of all. So even if they hold that, that energy flows in that direction. Yeah. Makes sense. Thank you, Babaji. Good. How are you, Deep? Doing good? Yep. It's all good. Keep directing your energy. Direct the flow of your energy in the right direction. Anupamji, kaise hai? It's good to see you. 
I'm just going through the pages, seeing everybody. If somebody has anything to say, say yes. Otherwise, I'll go back and wrap myself with a blanket. Babaji, coming. Akon, yes. Babaji, pranams. Coming to Benares, uh, beginning of March is not a good idea to see you. No, come, come, come. Yeah, take it, take it. Yeah, it's a good idea. Where are you? In in Pondicherry. Oh, in Pondicherry. Pondicherry. Yeah. We have we met before? Yes, we have. We have. I'm a friend of Vidyasagar Upadhyay and of Daruka. Oh. Uh, oh yes, we met last year. I remember. That Maria, now. Maria, yeah. Maria. Okay, come, yeah. come. Okay. Then you what, what are you doing? Panchakarma there or something? No, 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 no. Okay. No, I'm just doing my sadhana. <laughs> okay, good. At least you are in a nice warm place. So at least that. Yeah. March. Yes. <clears throat> then you will. Let's take a moment wherever you are and just close your eyes and take a nice deep breath. I bow to that peace in your heart and thank you very much. We'll see you again. Thank you. Nara.